0: This is The Exchange, humanizing commerce through post-purchase connection. Your return policy and process are an extension of your customer's shopping experience. The purchase is not complete until they're holding a product in their hands that they truly love. But for many brands, the return process is an afterthought, a piece of the logistical puzzle, but not a place where you're going to wow your customers. Today, we're talking to Sunski who clearly doesn't think that way. They're doing some really cool things like using AR to help people find the right product and allowing people to gift products that they were thinking of exchanging. And to explore those topics in more detail, we have two guests today from Sunski. We have Grant and Raja joining us. Grant is the head of sales operations and Raja is the head of media and customer experience. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Alex.
1: Thanks for joining us, guys. I, I figured uh, to kick us off, um, Grant, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Sunski?
2: Yeah. So, um, Sunski, uh, we've been in business for about eight or nine years now. Actually, Raj and I have been a part of the business for most of that. Um, and, you know, originally we set out to provide uh, polarized sunglasses for a reasonable price, um, all designed in house. And, um, focus on sustainability efforts as the company grew. So, you know, we still stick to everything polarized, um, but now we manufacture everything out of recycled plastic. Um, every every frame is fully recycled plastic, and removing um, single use plastics from our packaging because pretty much every pair of sunglasses comes wrapped in a poly bag, and none of ours do anymore. So, um, but yeah, that's that's where we're at, and you know, all of our Frames or original designs and um, we just continue to grow on that.
1: And are you guys both wearing Sunski glasses right now? I am. I don't think I don't think Grant is.
2: These are prescription.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Putting you on blast on the first question. But...
0: Raj is rocking those blue light Sunskis though. Mm-hmm. And I love like everything you were talking about there. I love what Sunski up to. I love the brand. I love how you guys are doing a lot of things differently. And I think the thing I'm most impressed with is you have taken something which is generally a wall of text. And I'm talking about the return policy. Someone comes to the return policy page and they have to read a novel, like in Grant's background right now, (laughs) of text and just all this like legalese around a return policy. But when I go and check out the return policy for Sunski, I'm greeted by the Backyard Quartet. And for those of you that are listening, this is a video of a band singing their exchange policy in a video and I will make sure it's linked in the comments because you'll be singing it for the rest of the day. So I think this is a fantastic way to communicate your return policy. And I guess my question on this is like, what has the response been like to that video? Are you finding that the return policy is actually more clear when you present it in a video like that, Raja?
1: Well, yeah, we've
3: had, I mean, we got a great response, definitely um, a variety of comments across the board. It has been pretty effective. We still do have that wall of text, you know, like you got to have that. A lot of people like to read, but um, this was, you know, we're a small team and we're kind of like a goofy fun bunch. Um, and this was a way for us to infuse a little bit of that into our, you know, subtly into our brand and um, allow customers to kind of get to know us a bit better. And um, like you said, you know, there's if song, people remember songs, especially if they're kind of catchier. So they'll stick, um, and you know it was it was really fun to do. We did it we did it more just because it was such a great idea. We didn't really know at the time how we would use it or the impact of it, and now it's it's become kind of like an iconic piece that shows a little bit of who we are and how we do things differently, like you said. So. Um, definitely enjoyed putting it together for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I want to know who, I want to know who wrote it. Like, how do you go from a return policy to a song? Like someone has to write that and perform it and all that.
3: Well, it, I mean, it started in San Francisco. I was, I was out there with the, with the Sunski team and, um, this, uh, one of the previous employees there, Gabe, who, uh, I play music with, we, we came back from a happy hour post Sunski work, day happy hour. And, um, I think we started jamming out, uh, the shipping song. It just kind of, Came out, and then that was the light bulb moment, and it was like, oh my god, we should do songs for all of our FAQs and some of our, you know, features or whatnot. And then I actually wrote, um, I wrote all the songs. It took a while, but uh, clearly it was worth it. And um, then, uh, then I came back for another trip to San Francisco, and we assembled the backyard quartet. We had a bunch, of, we have a bunch of musicians on the te- on the team, so it was like um, took a little bit of planning, and we shot it in I think one one afternoon yeah I think you can even see the take number on the intro title slide uh, of the one that we chose or the final take that we got, some of them like take seven, or you know,
0: I love that. Where else did you end up using the backyard cortex? Like I know you're using it for exchange. and it just seems like it's you're using it as a way to make some of these more boring topics, fun, like where else besides the exchange policy are you using that? I'd
3: say maybe the most beneficial use of it has been with uh, some of our partners and distributors and international partners, new partners that, um, you know, they, they get this regular rundown of, of, of connecting with a brand. And then they get this piece of media that's so far out of left field that it kind of, it, it paints a clear picture of, of who we are and Um, so I think that's been great. And you know what, there's still, there's, we still have yet to really put, um, time and effort behind kind of marketing it. when we first put it together, I had the idea of doing a campaign and maybe even taking the quartet on tour, um, recording recording a a short album and putting it on vinyl i know that seems a little bit excessive but you know when you want to do something like that it's almost better to just go the full uh full steam love it so um pending you know pending how the future goes and if we can juggle work and all that you know ideally we can maybe do another run or or record volume two so <laughs> we'll see.
1: It sounds like you're just looking for an excuse to go on tour, but um, <laughs> would would buy tickets to it because it's a, it sounds unbelievable. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, so through kind of the application of of, of the quartet and your return and exchange policy, you guys do something really interesting where you allow customers to take a partial refund. Uh, I think it's fifty percent if they gift the pair. They have to gift that pair that they're not keeping to a friend, maybe clarify if I'm saying that correctly, but then like walk us through that decision and why you decided to do it that way.
3: Yeah, no, you're totally right. It's, we call it the return stoke program. And, um, I mean, the idea is that it, you know, it's like gifting to a friend is always a good opportunity to share something that you might not like, but somebody else might like, not might like just because the frame doesn't fit you. Um, and initially, I think it was a way to save on shipping back and forth, and and just having more returns and exchanges. Um, but it also, you know, it was a good good way to get word of mouth out, which which is kind of how Sunski started in the beginning. Um, a lot of its a, our success has been just because of our network and word of mouth and and friends telling other friends because they kind of got this the vibe that sunski is all about and they enjoyed it enough to to share so it was a great way to to just get like a, a, a kind of like an analog word of mouth referral program in place um and also just minimize all the shipping back and forth and our carbon footprint and shipping costs and it just kind of you know I th- we do have a lot of customers taking advantage of that. So it's been successful. And um, I think if ultimately if somebody wants to still return it or exchange it, they do that, but at least it's, it's kind of like a intermediate step or another option for them to, to
0: do. And I think that's the immediate follow-up question to that is like, how do you define success of a program like that? Is it like the amount of people who are taking you up on that? Is it the, uh, like trying to measure the word of mouth of the people who are getting those gifts? <laughs> Um, I think
3: it's a little bit of both. Like you said, it is, it's a, it's hard to track. We can look at the numbers of how many people use it, but you know, it's the impact is really when they're giving that to their friend and how that friend responds to it. Um, just, just via email, we've had customers that are like, Oh, this is so cool. I'm going to gift these to my cousin or my daughter. And, uh, then they're going to, they know, they have a bit better idea of what they want now from the website because, you know, they didn't like the first pair for whatever reason. Um, so they're able to, you know, get a,
1: a better fit for them. Were you guys ever worrying or did you have to, ever have to deal with abuse with, with that program? Like, were people taking advantage of it?
3: I mean, I'd say with with any kind of policy or program, I mean, we have a lifetime warranty on our sunglasses. So there's, there's always, there always are going to be customers that take advantage of a program or a system. And you just kind of need to be aware of it and tr- try to track it as best that you can. But but not at the cost of providing a, a good experience for your customer or a logical a logical flow um, or process. You know, I think with the the fifty percent off code is a, is a good way to do it. It's it's it is steep a steep discount. You know, you're probably not going to get that discount from a brand from a friend. Maybe you'll get like a forty percent is a pretty standard pro deal. So it is a it's a generous offer, but it's also not one that it's not like a free pair of shades so, um, I'd say there is, you know, it's like right in the, in, on the, in the middle of being, um, not too expensive and also just like a good program. So yeah, there's probably, there's probably customers that take advantage of it, but I think, um, if they're giving pairs away, then that's the goal. So
0: I love the way you're thinking about that. Like building something, yeah, there's always going to be abuse and there's always going to be people who try to take advantage of something. But if you build something in a way where you're trying to deter that, like, I don't know, two percent, three percent of people, and that comes at the expense of like the majority. You're just building tons of bad experiences for the customers in favor of like trying to protect yourself on such a small piece of the pie.
3: Totally, it's the honor system, you know.
0: Yep. And I want to I want to switch gears a bit and talk about something that happens before the exchange. So. I'm browsing your site and I'm looking at how you guys are using AR right now. And I've seen AR be used on like my phone and I might use it to try a pair of like glasses or shoes on, but I've actually never encountered AR from like a desktop experience. So maybe could you tell our listeners how that works? Like, how did you end up doing that? I think it's super fascinating. And Grant, I think you're the expert on this one.
2: I, yeah, relatively. Um, So (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a software engineer. I don't know the technical, you know, side of augmented reality, and to be honest. But um, from our use case and uh, how we use it, we were approached by the company is called Ditto, uh, D-I-T-T-O. And uh, they're they're growing. They're on a couple of their eyewear brands' uh, websites as well. And um, I think with the shifts for e-commerce sales, even before the pandemic, um, it was really important to have an experience like this. And originally it was mainly geared towards mobile because everybody has, you know, a selfie cam on their iPhone or um, anything like that. But I also think that they did recognize the importance of being able to do it on a desktop because now most people have a webcam on their desktop and this or 2020 even more so because everyone is working via, um, you know, video conference and everything like that. So you have to have a camera if you didn't have one before. So um. Yeah. It just e- e- e-commerce from Eyewear. just it makes total sense, and we did it well beyond. Um. You know, probably a year before we probably did. I think we just started doing it in 2019. So, um, we saw the importance of it way before the massive shift to e-commerce that happened in 2020. <that->
1: and and what has the customer response been like? Like, how have you seen like maybe more comments on it? Do you do you feel like it like? I don't know. What, what, how do you guys measure the response to an initiative like
2: that? I mean, it's it's tough to nail down. Like, obviously, you can see how many people use it uh, on the website. That that uh, proportionally that has grown pretty um, quickly. Um, I think the the system itself is easier to because there's some um, scaling and things that you have to do by like holding like. A card, or like you know, an ID card or credit card on your forehead, so that it like scales your face properly, so it knows where to place the the glasses on your on your face. But I, I, more and more people use it. I mean, it just it keeps getting making more sense to have it. Uh, uh, people have more positive responses to it uh, lately. Um, the only time someone dislikes it is if they think it didn't do a very good job, but that doesn't happen very often. Um, but it's mainly mainly, amazingly pretty positive and um, it definitely helps, you know, someone make a decision specifically to find the right silhouette for their face. I think that's the most challenging aspect of finding. That's what people are most picky about. You know, you can see the colors of the lens and the frame. Great. But it really comes down to how that silhouette sits on their face uh, according to their face shape and like head size. Those are the two. Probably most important things when it comes to eyewear.
0: Yeah. And I I think the experience is super easy to use. Like even even the credit card thing, like the result I got was fantastic. And like even being able to like turn my head and see the profile of the glasses from like a side profile straight on, like I I was wowed by the experience. And the thing I love the most about it is like I go to a different pair. And it's like, okay, here's your images, and like, just put the next pair on and kind of like swipe and see see what's going on there. Versus like, oh, I need to like augment reality this to myself like every single time. So like, this is me just saying, I think it's really good, and 100% agree with the silhouettes. Like my my wife's girlfriend actually just gave her a pair of glasses because she ordered them, and she's like, these are way too round. They did not look this round when I bought them online, and when I got them, like they just don't fit my face shape. So 100% heard on that problem, and since you've implemented this, have you seen that have a positive impact on like the number of returns you're seeing? Like, are you seeing a decline in returns because people are a lot more confident in what they're buying with like the silhouette and exactly how it's going to look on their face?
2: Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, uh, I asked around too, for the people that are closer to this, um, than I, and, and to see if it really has impacted returns and it really hasn't increased or decreased returns at all um, from what we can tell it um, you know, you kind of have two types of customers that use the, use the feature and you have newer customers that um, are like typically wouldn't buy like fashion eyewear or just any fashion piece uh, of clothing or accessory online. And they're used to doing it in store and trying it on. um, And they see this new tool and They use it. Yes, it makes it a little bit more. It gives them a little bit more confidence to, you know, to make that purchase. Um, But there's real no guarantee that they're going to love it. I mean, like I said, it helps finding the right silhouette, but there's still a whole nother component to it, which is actually the way it fits on your face. or how it feels. Um, That's really important for too. And that's really you can't replicate that online. So um, and then. And then you have a, like the high intent buyers, uh, like the people that really like Sunski. Oh, we just released a bunch of new spring product. Um, you know, I want to check them all out and see how they look on my face. These are the kind of people that spend like three minutes in the app. Um, and then they end up buying like, you know, two, three pairs, and maybe they keep them all. Um, maybe they just keep two, maybe one. And they, and they send some back where they, you know, use our return stoke program. Um, so, that's always going to happen. And I don't think that Ditto really changed the, re- the returns rate at all. Um, it just really changed how people, um, the, the confidence they have in when they buy online.
0: Interesting. So it sounds like it kind of, it might have even opened up Sunski to more people who might have been like a little bit scared to try something like that. But hey, now that I can try have the virtual try on, it's it's added more people in. It's increased the confidence they have in making that purchase, even if it hasn't had necessarily an impact on the returns and exchanges that are happening after from that confidence.
2: That's something else to add that was kind of, I, I kind of thought, of, or it's been brought up a few times is we have a pretty big, um, you know, wholesale distribution as well, um, in the States and, and internationally. And, um, as the pandemic is, uh, you know, is continued on and, and stores are starting to reopen again, and people want to go in and try stuff on, uh, there's a, you know a, a sanitary component to trying stuff on and especially stuff on your face. So we've actually been telling retailers that if customers come in and they don't want to allow customers to try stuff on, which is really why people shop for eyewear in person, then they can use this tool. They can go to our website, go to sunsky.com and try it on via Ditto on your phone and then you can pick that that style in the store. So uh, it's a good it's a good tool for for our retailers as well which has been great.
1: No, it's really it's, it's really forward thinking the way that you guys think about this stuff, both from d- using virtual try-on, doing it on desktop, bringing it into the store, which is like that's, that's you're, you're really coming full circle of having people in the store and then directing them towards a virtual try-on. I mean, you're obviously really adapting throughout, throughout you know, the last year. And then, super inspirational to see what you guys are doing with the quartet and returns and how are you using music in the brand where i'm curious like where do you guys where do you look for inspiration um who, who are there brands that you look to maybe it's not even a brand are there like people that you look to that inspire you to make some of the choices that you guys have made
3: that's a good question um i mean there's definitely other brands that inspire us kind of in our circle and that we've um, We've kind of aligned with their messaging and their mission. Peak Design is a, is a great brand. We know those guys; they're awesome. Allbirds, you know, they they do great, great, really great marketing. Um, Marine Layer, Grant used to work there. Um, Rumple and Taylor Stitch, um, yeah, kind of like these brands that are in the outdoor space that are are um, taking a unique approach to you know designing from scratch and really caring about the product that they make and caring about the impact and the, you know, trying to be as sustainable as possible and being part of 1% for the planet. Those guys inspire us a lot. Um, yeah, in terms of music, I don't, the you know, I guess the quartet, that inspiration, the, definitely Wes Anderson was played into that inspiration. You can see us wearing the little beanies from Life Aquatic. And um, we even set up um, a janky skateboard dolly for like the intro shots of the, <laughs> the, with two tables intentionally janky you know for um, for that aesthetic so yeah and you know just uh, even you guys at loop and other other companies that we're working with we're we're inspired by all of our partners and I love that, and like
0: all the brands you talked about there they're all really good at presenting their mission, not just like the products in their marketing. so like I think those are all fantastic fantastic examples to draw inspiration from and obviously we're touched that you draw inspiration from from loop as well and I think this is a good place to end and in terms of summarizing what we talked about today, like I love trying to find ways where you can introduce your brand into areas where people might not be looking for it and that backyard quartet is I know I've been just singing his praises, but like it is a fantastic way to do that. Um, the gifting of the exchange, like the gifting of an exchange, I think that's a really cool way of doing this too. Like we talked about the abuse side of this, but big big takeaway here is don't build an experience for that 3%. Build it for the majority and build it in a way where people are going to take you up on it and not take advantage of it. Um, the AR didn't necessarily have an impact on the amount of returns that are coming in, but it did increase the confidence that shoppers had in shopping with you and actually was able to be used in in-store locations as a way to try something on through the pandemic. And thank you both. This has been super informative. Is there anywhere where our listeners can kind of follow along with you guys, like LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere where you're active? Maybe I'll start with uh, Grant and then I'll go to Raja.
2: Yeah, I mean, i have not really active on Twitter that often, but um... Our Instagram, you know, we're always, you know, big announcements, uh, our website to join our mailer. If you go to, go to, um, go to our website and add your email, we don't, we promise we won't bombard your inbox with things that are, um, not relevant. Um, it's all, and every email from Sunski is important. Um, and yeah, we have a lot of really exciting product coming out this year and, you know, just around, just around the corner, our spring line will be coming out in our, on sunski.com. So some really good stuff, but yeah, Instagram would probably be the best.
0: Awesome. And Raja, anywhere, anywhere where people can follow along with you?
3: Yeah, I'd say Instagram is a good spot. Um, until we start our own podcast, like you guys, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Maybe we might start a weather channel for real though. Cause you know, Sunski, we're all about like the sun and the weather. So, um,
0: if you need two anchors, you got me and Alex and you're going on tour with the backyard quartet, right? Yeah. yeah. The quartet
3: yeah. can also has room for growth. There's room for, you know, maybe a triangle player and, you know, for sure. Cowbell, cowbell at some point, not on every song. Um, but we'll keep you guys in mind.
0: Oh, I can play the cowbell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I can feel that already just from your energy.
0: (laughs)
2: All
0: right. Well, this was a fantastic, like we learned a ton here today, guys. So thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having us. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: That's been The Exchange presented by Luke, the returns platform for Shopify. Thanks for listening.